Whoa, whoa, hey, 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 what's going on here? Machu Reynal has changed his decision. It's an all-black scrum, and Bernard Foley is filthy. The crowd's laying into Machu Reynal. He changed his decision. It was a Wallabies penalty. Now it's an all-black scrum. Big call from Reynal. Will Jordan, Jordan carves through. Four on the right. Jordy Barrett, Jordy Barrett, the winner! 39-37 with time up. The All Blacks win it at the death. Again, they looked like they had it in the bag. The Wallabies took back the leads. And Barrett stands up and wins it for the All Blacks. 39-37. Goodness gracious me. It is over. 39-37. The All Blacks retain the Bledisloe in the most bizarre test match you would ever see in your life. Indeed it was. 14 after midday. Pioneers got laryngitis. I'm surprised I haven't got somewhere near that after uh, the closing moments of that game at Marvel Stadium on Thursday night. There is plenty to discuss with the All Blacks head coach, Ian Foster. He joins us live across New Zealand now on News Talk ZB. A very good afternoon, Ian. Thanks very much for your time. Afternoon, Elliot. What's your reflection on that game on Thursday night? A, a day and a half removed, obviously a bit of controversy in, uh-huh. at the end, but your assessment uh, on retaining the Bledisloe for another year and a 39-37 win? Yeah, well, to be fair, not a lot's changed since the game. Look, we're delighted to, to get the result over there in Australia. It's uh, never an easy place for us, so to, to do that in what was a pretty special occasion at Marvel Stadium and a Big occasion for the Wallabies to play in that stadium too. So I thought they played a great game and, and we were able to respond. So certainly a game with momentum and and controversy, but uh, you know, to show composure under all that sort of pressure and come away with a win, we are delighted with. You said on Thursday night you believe that uh, time-wasting call on Bernard Foley was the mm. right one at the end. Um, do you stand by that? Absolutely. Yeah, it's... Um, it was a it was a call. There's a lot building up into that into that particular period, where there's a, a number of delays and things, and and ultimately, you know, I I, I think the debates at two levels. The, the first debate is is time wasting in a game, and I think that that's worthy of a separate conversation. But it's because um, we, we've we've been trying to drive that message all, all year. To be fair, with teams how they slow things down, but. Um, the second thing here is is that the the ref was very clear in his instructions and and the game has to give the authority to the referee and when he's asking players to do something and speed things up, it's our job to respond to it. As a rugby product, do you think that was the right call for the the fans watching to to penalise uh, a player for time wasting though? No, I just think I just answered that, Elliot. So, you know, the the game is run by the referee. He's he said time off, he warned them, he said time on, and then he asked them twice to play it, so I actually don't really see the issue with it. You mentioned time-wasting there, I know you said it's a separate issue, but so we see that in a lot of these games, you know, the scrum resets, there's a lot of wasting of time with other elements of the game, is that something that World Rugby yeah. needs to crack down on? Could this be a bit of a precedent, I suppose, um, heading forward? <sighs> Well, I, I don't know the answer to that. What I do know is, I mean, it was one incident where a referee was really clear in his instructions and, and he wanted the players to respond. And so I don't think we can extrapolate that into a bigger issue. So I, I think that was one issue. I think when it comes back to how can you speed the game up, well, we're certainly in on that debate, you know. And I'd, 
I think the scrum resets have been they are making moves to do that. I, I think there's there's clearly delays and and um and teams going to lineouts and, and how and maybe that's another area that we 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 can improve as a game. But you know, overall, I I think there's a whole lot of little areas that maybe can change. But I, I just don't really believe that that last last decision is tied to that debate. I think this this the, the last decision was. Um, should you actually listen to a referee on field when he's asking you to do something? 31-13 up you were after 56 minutes. Is that a game you should have closed out uh, by, a, by a pretty significant margin? Yeah, it would have been nice. would have been easier, wouldn't it? So it's, um, but, you know, again, they, they are a good team and they came back. But, you know, again, I said it after the game is that they're, you know, we we'd been defending really well in in the Hamilton Test and for significant parts of that Test, and then suddenly we we missed a couple of easy tackles, which just showed me that the school, at the scoreboard we we probably did knock off a little bit mentally, and it's not something we can afford to do. So there's a bit of a lesson there for us, and a reminder that for for this week in Eden Park is you know the Wallabies are an 80 minute team and a very proud team. So. We're going to have to beat our best for the full game. Are those lapses worrying? They've been at the start. We saw it at the end in Christchurch against Argentina. Now we saw it in sort of the um, ten minutes or so in the the second half. How worrying is that? The, you know, there are there are switch off periods in this team at the moment. Well, I think there's always switch off teams, and you know, doesn't matter how long you've been in the business. It's it's you know, there's times, and whether they switch off or whether it's times that the opposition gets some momentum against you, and you've got to rise your way through that. So, um, I think that's what test matches are about. And you know, we've also showed a couple of test matches that we didn't switch off at, at those particular times. You know, you go to South Africa and at Dallas Park, you go to to Hamilton, we were able to have a sort of a little bit of a flat start to that second half, but then come back strongly. So. Look, it's about adjusting to, to the way that whatever that test match throws you and, and staying in the moment. And and whilst we we had about five or six minutes in in Melbourne where I felt that we did lose our momentum and we started to carry high and we started to miss a few tackles and they got a couple of tries, I also did like a lot of the things we did in that last few minutes to actually stay in the game. So... You know, we've we've just got to keep doing it minute by minute. How much uh, does the Bledisloe Cup mean to this team? It's been, what, 19, 20 years since the All Blacks won it. They obviously haven't given it back since um, Australia coughed it up in, in 2003. Does it still retain pride of place as the trophy you go into each year wanting to win outside World Cup years? Yeah, well, well certainly uh, I think it's because it's been played for for so long. It's got such a history. I think you saw the reaction of the boys after, you know, our team after the game, how much it meant when Geordie scored that try. And um, so, yeah, it's, it's really significant. And, as and and you know, as, as is the Rugby Championship, and that's also a significant trophy for us. So, you know, the fact they're wrapped up in one competition, it's, um, I guess it's a couple of focuses, a little bit like the Freedom Cup, but it's, uh, you know, it's meaningful for us. We, we love it. And... And to one, it's pretty special, and, and now we've given ourselves a chance to get a hand on another trophy, albeit there's a team called South Africa, I guess, on the other side who are probably 
got a bit to say on that too. Yeah, we'll find out how they go tomorrow morning. Uh, Darcy Swain cited now in the hands of World Rugby. I know there's probably not much you can say, but you had a pretty strong reaction on, on Thursday night to, to, I think I was having a problem with, with how it unfolded. Um, you know, that's been quite clear from World Rugby. The driving at the, the legs and limbs has been um, a focus for them this year. On the night, should there have been a stronger sanction? Oh, like, like, us, like you already answered the question. You know, like it's in a process, and we're just got to let it go there. And um, you know, clearly he's been cited, so a citing commissioner deems it was at a red card threshold. And but we'll just go through the judiciary program process and see what comes out. And you know, we've been through that ourselves, and in July, albeit for something slightly different. So we'll just wait and see. How's Quinn doing? Uh, no, no different to our reporter yesterday. Okay. Uh, look, the growth of this team, where do you think your team is at at the moment? One game left in the, the rugby championship. Uh, are you starting to see it come together, albeit um, you know, there's been some sort of, sort of different ways to win, I suppose, in recent weeks? Well, there's always different ways to win, Elliot. <laughs> and and it's a test match because it's a test match. And, and you've, you know, it's... Uh, and we're playing against, you know, a pretty a pretty good Australian team, and, and so we're pretty, you know, that they went one all against South Africa recently, so we, we know they can play. So, um, you know, where are we at again? I, I think we got a. Well, I think we took taken some big strides. We got ourselves into a pretty comprehensive winning position on that test. We've we've really, I think, we're making some. Big moves in areas of our game that we are desperate to get right this year in terms of some of the physicality and, and the set piece issues and, and some of our carry stuff. We're 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 starting to see space well, and now we're just got to keep keep growing the small parts of the game because it's um, we've got to keep doing that for eighty minutes. But overall, you know, I'm, I'm really pleased with with the growth, but. Again, it'd be nice to cement it on, on Saturday in Park. This has been a year where a lot of players have had to wait for game time. Hoskins, the 2-2 <laughs> on Thursday, hadn't played for the All Blacks this year. Uh, uh, Leicester's satisfying Anuku, mm. Severis, uh, Roger Tuivasa-Sheg, others, others come to mind uh, as well. You've obviously gone to the top team again. How do you? How much do you drive that during the week to, to keep these players driving the top team and, and keep them fighting for that chance when you're very much settled on, on what looks like your first 15? Oh, it's always a squad effort, and the guys know that. And you know, the All Blacks is always, you know, we're we're away from home. You don't have a base, so so the squad is is absolutely vital to prepare the guys who get selected. And you know, the guys who haven't been playing in the last three or four tests have done a superb job in that, and and they've just got to be ready to play. So it's, I guess, it's a it's all part of of being in the group. And yeah, you just have to wait your turn, and it's and it's not that easy at times. But um, she's still a great place to be. Ian Foster with us on News Talk ZB. Just a couple of final ones, uh, Ian, if I can. Uh, obviously, a couple of players midfield. David Havili's in the HIA protocols. Quinzapai definitely won't be there. In terms of that twelve spot for for Eden Park next weekend, are you confident you've got the options um, that that can start there in a, in a big occasion like that? Yep. Yeah. No, we'll be. We'll, we'll, we'll go out with a team that we're really confident with. So, um, you know, we've got a few other options within the group. We've got, obviously, Jordy played a significant part of that game there. We've got, um, you know, the likes of a Roger, who's, who's playing for Auckland 
and we'd release him to play a few games to get some more time under his belt. So that's that's given him a good chance. I'll be watching that game with interest, um, and and who knows what else you can find, uh, Elliot. Just finally, Ian, uh, you've retained the Bledisloe Cup. If you win the Rugby Championship next week, in the context of this year and the, the turmoil that, that this team has gone through, what would that mean to win two big trophies to, to round out the, the first two-thirds, I suppose, of the year? Well, it'd be a good start, wouldn't it? It's, um, it's you know, particularly with the start of this championship we had and having to you know, with a new format and having both our games against South Africa in South Africa was always going to be a tough way to start this championship. And uh, and so, you know, overall, you know, we got ourselves into a position that, that we're pleased with. But, you know, we'd... Um, but, you know, it's a, it's a championship that everyone's shown a bit of fallibility early on, early on. You know, everyone's won two, lost two. So it's a very unique championship when you, look, when you compare it to the last number of years. But... You know, what's important is that we just finish strong and then we'll, we'll make that assessment after Eden Park. Ian Foster, thank you very much for your time with us on News Talk ZB this afternoon. Thank you.